As a teenager, you were controlled and confined by what others demanded and expected of you. In your 20s, you were consumed by what others thought of you. In your 30s, you realized you were still conflicted by what you truly thought of yourself. But now, in your 40s and beyond, it's finally time to live fearlessly, fabulously, and fully you. Let's go. Hey sis, welcome to In the Middle with Myra, and I'm your host, Myra Rollins. Hey girl, hey, welcome back to In the Middle with Myra, and I am your host, your homegirl, your friend, your confidant, your boon your ace, just all of that. And I am sending you a great big virtual COVID safe hug. Mm, I miss hugs. I'm a hugger. I'm not like the Iyanla Von Zant put your like head in my bosom hugger, but I do have a real good, you can feel my love through my body hug. So when COVID lets up, if you want to hug, <laughs> DM me. <laughs> And let's be clear, I'm just talking to my in the middle followers, okay? Nobody else. So welcome back to the podcast, y'all. And um, I want you all to know that this is honestly one of the highlights of my week, recording my podcast and knowing that I am putting content into the world that's going to make you smile, that's going to make you think, that's going to challenge you, it's going to make you better. It just it just does my heart great. And so thank you for stopping by each week to sit down, visit with me, whether you're in your car, on your morning run, drinking your coffee, um, laying down before you go to sleep, wherever, whenever. I appreciate the time that you lend me. So remember, this is the month of September and all of September we have been talking about goal setting, dream chasing, building businesses, reaching goals, whatever those goals are for you. They may vary, but the rules are the same. And um, last week, we spoke specifically about knowing when and if and how it's time to leave your nine to five job. And that is a topic that is so, so, so deep. (laughs) You have to be very strategic and wise when you're doing that. So there's so many different things to consider. So much so that I wanted to come back and speak about the same thing again and give you some more resources and thoughts on that. And so today we're just going to jump right in, but make sure to go um, listen to last week's podcast so that you can get some, um, what's the word? Not preliminary. That's not the right word. I always have word finding problems um, so that you can get some initial or the information that comes first. (laughs) Um, Get some information and then um, follow up with this podcast or come back or listen to this podcast. Then go whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, So today we are talking a little bit more about making the decision to leave or stay? And what are some things to consider to help you make that decision? And I want you to consider the three P's. You ready? I want you to consider before you leave your job, should you plus up, pivot, or plunge? 
And let me give you a little bit of information on each of those categories. So the first category is plus up. And what I mean by plus up is for those of you who have a passion for something, it could be sewing, singing, um, my S's were coming <laughs> really hard. Let me back up from the mic. For those of you who have a passion for things like, I'm going to do a soft S, sewing, singing, um, whether it be like me, speaking, um, whatever your passion is, have you attempted to operate within that passion on a consistent and regular basis apart from it having to be your job. For example, if you work at a bank and love singing, have you said, you know what? What if I joined the choir at my church or started in the evenings doing um, plays at local theaters? And so it for you will become a hobby that you have a consistent outlet. And after getting in the rhythm and the flow of having that consistent outlet of your hobby, you may find that there is increased satisfaction at your job because you felt that it was your job hindering you from operating in your passion and you felt deprived of that. And so you thought you needed to leave your job. But in all actuality, it was simply the fact that you weren't operating within that passion. And once you find a consistent outlet, a plus up for you, it may not be necessary or even any longer a desire to leave your job. And so for you, you fall within the category of you know what? This is my hobby. It has high passion, high satisfaction, but low financial return. And you're okay with that. So hobbies for some of you mean that, you know what? I don't need to leave my job. I just need to plus up and find areas of outlet for my passion for my interest. And so that could be serving on certain committees, special projects, even at your job. It could be volunteering, ministry opportunities, and things of that nature that give you a consistent outlet and a consistent flow of you operating in your passion. And for you, you may not want to even leave your job anymore once you get in that rhythm. You are satisfied with the hobby and that's high passion, high satisfaction, and low financial return. But then there's another of you, another group of you that may need to pivot. And in this pivot category, it might be for you that you might need to begin to figure out how do I shift from where I am to where I want to go? What plans do I need to put in place? What classes do I need to take? How do I get myself ready for the next level of opportunity? Or some of you in this pivot category may be people who say, you know what? I don't want to officially leave my job or change careers, but maybe I want to structure it in such a way that it affords me more opportunity to operate in that passion or my other areas of interest. And examples of pivoting may be going part-time at your job, 
which allows you more time to go after that entrepreneurship opportunity or allows you more time to do those singing gigs on the side. That's a pivot, not a full leaving the industry, not a full leaving the job, but making a shift that allows you to operate within that passion or interest. Another example of a pivot would be changing your shift, right? So like, let's just say you're a nurse and right now you work the day shift, but you have a passion or interest to where you really need to have those operating hours during the day to knock on doors, to make phone calls, to talk talk to vendors and things of that nature. And by the time you get off work now at five o'clock, the people and the faces that you need to connect with are all gone home, logged off. And so maybe you can pivot by saying, I'm going to change my shift to the night shift so that I can have daytime hours to work on this particular passion. So a pivot for some of you is more than a hobby, but it now becomes maybe supplemental. And so within supplemental, now going back to hobby, remember hobby was high passion, high satisfaction, and low financial return. Well, for the supplemental, this is a category where there's going to be still high passion, but moderate financial return. Because you are only working the the passion, the gig, the the thing that you're pursuing, you're only working it on a um, part time, modified, streamlined kind of kind of way. So it's either something for you that's a launching pad to get you to when you're going to do this thing completely full time, nothing else. This is this is the prep stage for it. Or it's for those of you who are testing it out to see if you really want to do this thing before you make a big decision. Or it's for the person who says, you know what? I don't have to quit my nine to five or leave the industry. But what I can do is make some pivots, some changes that allows me to be both. And if I can make those pivots and changes, I'll be satisfied doing the both in this fashion. So for some of you, you need to plus up. That's where you're going to look at it more of a hobby, high satisfaction, low financial return. Others of you, you're going to do it more on a supplemental side, and that's a pivot to where at some point you may plan on completely making the change, or you may just stay here in this zone where you're able to do both a regular job or um, and your passion, or again, in preparation to make the change long-term. And then there's a third category of you who just want or need to take the plunge. <laughs> so with the plunge, those this category is for people who have made the decision that I'm going to throw caution to the wind. I was going to say balls to the walls. I really don't know if that's a derogatory or inappropriate term. I don't really know where it comes from, but I just know what it means. And so if I'm offending anybody when I say balls to the wall, (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, But the plunge means I'm just going to literally jump out there. But women in the middle, we plunge, even in our plunge, it's a strategic plunge. So this means that you feel that this opportunity, this pursuit of your passion is going to be income replacing of your current nine to five. 
This means, though, sis, that there will be a diluted sense of satisfaction and return because now it has transferred from a passion to a job. And yes, you're saying, well, I don't care as long as I get to do it. Yeah, yeah, yes. Just be real. Be honest with yourself. When you go and lift and shift your passion and now make it your stream of income, the thing that pays the bills, there are going to be so many other factors that make this a diluted sense of satisfaction because now things like insurance, taxes, bills, budgeting, delegation, all of those words that aren't as fun as just doing the thing now come into play. So in this third category where you say, I'm going to take the plunge where you decided that plus up is not enough and that pivoting isn't enough. You're going to take the plunge and you're going to make this your income replacer. Then you're going to have a diluted sense of satisfaction, but there is going to be an expectation of high financial return. Now, let's be clear. I wanted to specifically put the expectation of high financial return. Because even the best laid plans and business plans, you cannot guarantee the success of the return. So when you take the plunge, you have to consider if this thing does not vet out the way that I intended and envisioned it to. And oftentimes we cannot allow our emotions and even our belief in ourselves to um, make us have a false guarantee. And what that means is, I know I'm a good speaker. I know I'm a good coach. I know that I'm great with a needle and thread. And I know I can make a business out of this. And because I believe so much in myself, I'm going to take this plunge without considering and allowing my mind to go to what if it doesn't work out. Asking yourself, what if I don't make the amount of money? What if this doesn't take off in the timeline that I expected to? Asking yourself, what if questions does not make you faithless, but it just makes you planful and it makes you realistic. And so maybe if I was talking to a group of 18 or 20 year olds, I would say, girl, do it. Believe in yourself. If you eat beans and rice, rice and beans and noodles for about a year, it's okay. But I'm not talking to them, sis. I'm talking to those of us who have lives, husbands, bills, children's um, retirements that we're paying into. And so for you, if you decide to take the plunge, which I don't discourage, I just discourage it without it being thought out. And so again, reiterating that asking yourself the what if this doesn't fill in the blank, whatever that blank is, it doesn't mean you don't believe in yourself. What it means is, is that you believe in planning for the what ifs. So if you decide to one plus up, that means it's going to be a hobby with high satisfaction, but low financial return. If you decide to pivot, that just means I'm going to make some changes within my schedule and my nine to five to figure out how I can infuse more of this on a consistent, regular basis. Then that's going to be more of a supplemental category where there's still going to be pretty high satisfaction, but a moderate financial return. But if you, sis, want to 
take the plunge and make this be your income replacer, then the reality is there's going to be some dilution of the satisfaction, but in return for the expectation of a high financial reward. And so you need to figure out in which category are you and depending on which category you decide to be in for this season. And let me visit there for a minute in this season, sis, seasons change. So, so many of us feel that our season is running out, but that's not how seasons work. Seasons don't run out. They cycle. So don't make the decision solely based on your feeling of if I don't do it now, I'll never do it. Make sure that you do it with the understanding, realization that seasons come around and around and around. So maybe uses may need to make the decision to pivot because right now you have kids who are doing virtual learning and the economy is kind of crazy. So it might not be the good season to plunge. Or another sis, it might be your season to plunge. Your son just graduated college. You um, have decided to downsize from your house because you don't need that much space. Um, You've paid off your home, so you have extra um, income. And so it might be a good season for you to plunge. So make sure that you make the decision to pivot plus up or plunge based on what is best for you in this season and not with the fear that the season will never change. So as you make your decisions, always be thinking about where am I in my life right now? But you also think about where I want to be and you marry those things together and say, how can I get to where I want to be while safely respecting the season that I'm currently in? So I hope this helps. This was just a quick one. Um, Next week, I am so excited that I have two, two, count them, two ladies um, that are going to be visiting with us. They are from a company called Woe Creative, and they specialize in brand and marketing for people, specifically women who are in entrepreneurship and are trying to get their brands and their products and their messages out there. And they're going to talk about the social media, the photography, the what is a brand and how do you build it? And we're going to ask all those questions because ladies, we are out here trying to be some bosses, right? And so if you want specific information on that, please tune in again. But no matter where you are on your journey, like I said, if you're trying to be a Fortune 500 company on your own one day, then this podcast is for you. But if you are just wanting to manage your own household wealth well and have consistent weight management and financial um Um, excess in your finances, wherever you are, how quote unquote big or small the goal is, this month is for you because we're talking about goal setting and achieving and planning because ladies remember that getting older with style and grace, it ain't easy, but somebody got to do it. Why not us? And why not you? And as always, y'all choose to make it a good day.